What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. So Matt Stafford is going to join us in six minutes. Six minutes before Matthew Stafford joins us. Six Let's minutes. go to Laura, six though, minutes. for What You Need six to Know. Took it fresh, you're wrong. <laughs> Laura, what's up? All right, so I'm going to talk about the other team, you know, the Clipper team of Uh-oh. college, okay. USC. They're going to take on Drake on Saturday at 1.30 in Indianapolis. Wait, wait, wait. Did you just call USC yes. basketball yeah. the Clipper she team? She did. did. She totally did, did that. We let her gloss, like, right over <laughs> No, 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 no. We need to I mean, discuss this yeah, further before you get really, to your question. Really going I don't, I don't really out. know. I really don't know if we need to discuss it further. Wow. They ain't won nothing. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just asking. I want to like hear from her. I, I want to hear from Laura. Grandma. I, I don't like the Trojans. I'm a UCLA Bruin. So. Even football? Everything. I'm a UCLA Bruin. Okay, girl. okay, okay, okay. Relax. relax but girl. SC ain't won nothing. I, like but the Clippers. I, I asked just, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, I get that, but I'm, I'm just saying. All right, you gotta, so go ahead, You have Laura, to look at it as football and basketball versus football and basketball. I just don't like them, so yeah. they're the Clippers. There you go. She don't like them, and that's fine. She's true that's to fine. the Bruins. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Do you, girl? Do you? Thank you. Yeah. So they're playing Drake. That's actually the Saturday. way it should be, to be honest with you. But go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So they're playing Drake on Saturday, and uh, Drake. The Wait, Drake is playing? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they're the 11th seed. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Whew. I mean, All we right. were just talking about him. Wow, he's talented. CLC is more talented than you think. You called him overrated. He's playing against UCLA. Plus, he was great in that All-State commercial during the Super Bowl. Wow. No. When you start complimenting commercial appearances, you know you're We're done there. He was awesome. lost me on that one. He was awesome. He was great. No. So, any Laura, go on. All right. Yeah, go ahead, Laura. My bad. What do you guys have on Saturday? (laughs) Y'all know I don't have them, so. Oh, USC. um, And they're taking on who again? Drake. Drake, the Bulldogs. Oh, Drake. Drake, of course. They're the 11th seed, and the Trojans are the 6th seed. I mean, look, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to fake it for you, okay? Because since we we already have told each other we don't know very much, if at all, about any of these teams, uh, my friends... My friends and I always make this joke that you can tell when people in our business, LZ and Scott, don't know a lot about this, but they're trying to fake it because they'll be like, not exactly this, but some version of, um, you know, Gonzaga, let's say, right? Be like, they may not know any players, but they're like, you know... Mark Few and them boys, you know how good Mark Few is. You get them in the tournament, they're at least going to play hard each and every day. They haven't won a championship, but you know they're close. They've been knocking on that door. They just give you the most basic, generic, treetop stuff, but they give you the Mark Few and them boys, you know, because they don't know anybody on the team. Absolutely, And, and then they start quoting stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so and such such. is giving you 15 (laughs) points a night. (laughs) And you're just like, you don't even know what that means. Yeah, yeah. 15 points win. Yeah. Right, like Jay so, Billis, like Jay Billis yesterday started breaking down games for us, and he was mentioning names, and like he could have been completely making the names up. I wouldn't have known the difference. You know, right? Like he's he's right. talking about players on all these different teams. I'm like, I don't know, man. Sounds like Billis knows what he's talking about. I don't know if that's really the kid's name or not. Yeah. So I, I'll say this, man. I, like to answer your question, Laura. This is what I'll say. Andy Enfield and them boys, man, they're going to win. They're going to win that game against Drake. Drake's tough. They're tough. I mean, historically, they've been in the tournament before. But, you know, I'm going to go with Andy Enfield and them boys. You know, Mobley. Mobley, he's a lottery pick. That that dude's for real. He's like Chris Bosh. That's what Jay Billis told us. So, there you go. That's my pick. Yeah, I'm going to use stats. That's my fake pick. I'm, I'm going to use stats. You ready? Stats like these. Go. You know, when Enfield was at Florida Gulf Coast, they were a 15, and they beat – 
a two. <laughs> and so um, that doesn't really have anything to do with this, but I just wanted to throw that out there. But that's a like, great nugget. A historical that, nugget that is always a good sounded, nugget, LZ, like, even if it's like out of context. It. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. go with Drake. Thank you. Because, because, Greg, in my bracket, I always pick the underdog. And even though you try to lie on me, <laughs> I'm going to stay consistent and be true to the game. Well, I like that one. That's a good one. Appreciate that. Yeah, okay. He did it for oh, me. Man, he did that's... it for me. Right. And, and LZ will decide in an hour. In an hour, he will decide uh, whether he actually forgives Greg for calling him a liar earlier. Yeah, so make it's sure. Not, it's not uh, looking good is... so far. It's not yeah, I was going to say, that where is... are you at on that yeah. process right now? I, I don't feel good about this at all. I feel well, like it's you, not going to go my way. Well, you've done nothing to help it go your way, so that's the reason why that you feel that way. I you've apologize. No, it was no, sincere. No, no. It was no, sincere. I ain't got no no. I ain't got no fruit basket delivery here. I ain't got no edible arrangements at my desk. And you didn't really apologize. You had to be like, like, like shamed into an apology. Right. You're like, like okay, I'm you, sorry. All right, because your first, alone. your first apology or attempt at an apology was teasing that you were going to apologize. Right. I may apologize, but LZ, answer my question. Is this how your girl has to deal with you too? When you tease, <laughs> you're going to take out the trash, but you never actually do it. I mean, Ooh, you're not fired. wrong Ooh. in any sense. Getting personal. Yeah, yeah baby. Yeah, baby. I'm gonna get that trash, and that trash gonna be out. <laughs> Go be I'll, out. I'll fix that door tomorrow. Don't worry about it. I got it. Don't you worry. It. Don't you worry. I got you. <laughs> Feels like oh, I need to start man. a union. All right, what's next, Laura? Oh, that's uh, great. I mean, that that's what y'all need to know. That is what y'all oh, need it. to know. Y'all need to know that LZ got Drake and the rest of us took SC being homers acting like we knew yes. what we were talking about. Yes, there you go. exactly. All right. So, uh, and by the way, that game is at one thirty on Saturday here. Uh, Which, by TNT. the way, isn't the Laker game tipping off at like twelve thirty, and then the SC games at one thirty? There's another Saturday where it's like, what am I going to do? Am I sitting at home watching ball games all day? I guess yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the so. deal. Uh, by the way, this portion of the, sh of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. You're listening to KSB in Los Angeles. So we're waiting for Matthew Stafford to call us. He's supposed to join us here in a second. Um, LZ, just for, you know, kind of historical, you know, note for anyone that maybe did follow Matt Stafford's career very much, um, you know, since you are from Detroit, you follow that team, uh, it's the team of your youth, what would you best say to describe just kind of what he is or what kind of personality he is? Oh, man. So I'm going to start on the field first. Um, on the field, Matt Stafford um, – is as talented of an arm as any player in the league. He can make mm -hmm. all the throws, including angles and baseball throws that Patrick Mahomes throws. Matt Stafford's um, inability to win a lot of games has as much to do with the construction of his team as anything. As anything. And, and especially the, the rotation of head coaches as well. Now, when he had Jim Caldwell, they made the playoffs multiple times, and they were winning. But the franchise doesn't understand that these things take time and they got rid of him for a guy who wore a pencil in his head for no reason in Matt Patricia. <laughs> so I would say when it comes to – Wait, wait. Pause there for a second. You are right. I know we talked about this before, but think about this because it is so stupid. You have to reiterate it. He had a pencil in his ear and his stuff was laminated. 
Okay? Yes. Like, yeah. th- think about that. But anyway, Matthew Stafford is on. We will get back to making fun of um, some no, of the uh, – let's ask Matthew Stafford about it. Yeah. No, let's not do that. Let's not put that man in that <laughs> yeah. position. What's Why wrong not? with you? Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? This is the show, baby. This is the show. Yeah. Ma- Matthew Stafford, quarterback of your L.A. Rams with us here. I, Ma- you ask him then. I'm not doing that to this All right, man. I'm Go going to ask him. Matthew, I'm from Detroit. I love you, baby. I was so excited <laughs> that you were traded here because I know what you can do and I know what you're about. But I want you to keep it 100 with me, brother. Please keep it 100 with me. Your former <laughs> head coach had a pencil in his ear that he did not need. It was a prop. It was basically an earring in the top of his earlobe. How did you feel about that pencil <laughs> in his ear? Well, <laughs> I hear where you're coming from. I understand what you're saying, but to his credit, I was in many a meeting with him one-on-one where the pencil came out and he uh, turned a piece of paper over and drew some plays up. So I think it's probably started out as a thing he did and used all the time and became into a habit, but uh, it, it did come out once or twice. I'm not going to lie to you. It came out once or twice, <laughs> Matthew, and he used that thing. Okay. Matthew Stafford, you, sir, are a professional yeah, quarterback. Pro- you got no yourself out of that. He <laughs> grilled you with a tough question out of the game. You are a freaking pro, man. I told you, baby. I told you, man. I told you. Long time, boys. Yeah. I told you. No, that is – see, I just – I'm glad that you admit it because that's the thing about quarterbacks that I admire the most. We ask you some tough-ish sometimes that you got to maneuver around, and you handled that brilliantly. Nice job. Nice work. (laughs) That's that Georgia education, baby. That's that Georgia education. There you go. There you go. Now, so let me – Go ahead. Matthew, oh, go ahead Matthew, Scott, let, go. Me, let me jump right in. I'm, I'm dying to know this. We were talking about it before you got on here. We heard when you got traded that you and Kershaw went to school together. Can you ta- tell us about your relationship with Clayton growing up and how close you guys either were, maybe still are? Talk to us about that. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I grew up playing youth sports with Clayton. We were on the same soccer team growing up as a kid. That was kind of the first time I, uh, I met him. We played baseball together for forever, um, football, basketball, really all of it. Um, grew up in the same kind of town and, and uh, you know, played sports all the way um, through middle school. And then in high school, he played uh, – he was actually my center for my freshman football team. And then he quit after that and uh, went to baseball, just stuck with that full time. He uh, obviously dominated there and then went on to his, you know, incredible career here. Um, we were obviously uh, closer back then than we are now. You know, our paths kind of went separate ways. He went – um, you know, obviously straight into the, into the majors and I went to college and played football and our schedules are different. We're in different parts of the country, but I've always been a big fan and, and obviously, uh, pulled for him, you know, from a, from a far way away. It's going to be nice to, uh, to be able to do it close to him now, which will be great. Matthew Stafford with us here. And I heard you chuckle when you said that he was your center and then he quit after one year. Why did you chuckle when you said that? Was it, what, did he, what did he say to you when he, went, when he needed to quit football? And tell the well, truth, Matthew. I mean, tell the truth. Yeah, I mean, he got kicked out of a game once as my center. Uh, I got hit late. He backed me up and hit the dude late, too, and got kicked out. So I've always uh, appreciated him having my back. But I think we all knew – uh, that the baseball was his path. He was an incredible player from even a young age. He always had that tenacity and that curveball in the back pocket. So uh, he's he's been a great baseball player for a long time. I think we both, the way I like to say it is we both picked the right sports. I played baseball a lot growing up with him, but um, I'd probably be on a bus somewhere in the minors still trying to hack it up if I was in playing baseball. Uh, I'm not sure he would have made it to the, uh, to the NFL if he played football, but we picked the right path, and uh, it worked out for us. Yeah. 
Now, let me ask you this, because you obviously you mentioned your history there, but that, you know, your paths were a little different. But I would imagine as someone who was his you know, friend growing up, particularly, you know, when he was losing in, in some of these big spots. Right. And, you know, he's you know, arguably the greatest ever. Right. Because the playoffs can be so cruel. Right. These one game situations or these series that can turn on a dime. Um, you know, he spoke recently to The Athletic about how. When he won, the weight was obviously lifted off his shoulders, but what surprised him was the people he heard from uh, throughout his entire life about, man, we thank God this happened. We're so freaking happy for you. Like, how did you feel when he finally broke through and won a championship? Um, I felt exactly like that. Uh, it, it was cruel for him. You know, you, it wasn't even one game for him. I mean, it was, it was one inning every time. You know, like, it was like every – He'd have six great innings, and then something quirky would happen. He'd give up a few runs in the seventh or whatever it was. It was these these, these anomaly innings that were that were getting him. And and uh, you know the finality of the playoffs is such a brutal thing to to take as an athlete, whether it's football or baseball or whatever it is. But your season is going and going and going, and the possibilities are endless. And then all of a sudden, they're gone, and uh, that's a tough pill to swallow. So I was just so happy for him. I think everybody in the you know in baseball knows what kind of player he is and what kind of pitcher he is. Um, it was just nice to have that validation of, of winning one. And uh, I know it was huge for him and obviously huge for the Dodgers. Hey, Matthew. Oh, Ma- when, excuse me, LZ. No, uh, Matthew, when you, when you got traded to the Rams, I, I'm curious to know what it's like for a player like you who's been in the league a long time, put up phenomenal statistics, one had the taste of winning, but was in a traditionally losing organization. What is it like to say, okay, this time of my career, I get to go to a team that's building and winning in a really cool market with a brand new stadium. Just what's that like for you? Um, It's exciting. Um, You know, obviously there's a bunch of great football players here, a team that's won a bunch of games. Uh, The head coach is, is a talented guy. Uh, you know, somebody has a great passion for the game and, and uh, especially the offensive side of the ball, which is exciting for me as a quarterback. Uh, you look at his track record with quarterbacks, guys have played really, you know, at a high level, um, you know, under his uh, coaching. So I'm excited to get that opportunity. I'm excited to be a part of this organization. It was no doubt difficult for me to leave Detroit. I was there for 12 years. It was my home. It's where I became a dad and, and a husband. All these things, huge events happened in my life there, and I'll always have a special place for that for that city. Um, the Fords were amazing to me my time there. I love playing for them in that city. Um, but I'm truly excited about this opportunity. Um, I know that this team has a, you know, a bunch of expectations, and that's something that's you know, really exciting to me. Um, I can't wait to be the quarterback of the Rams and, and see where we can take this thing. Uh, Matthew, I'm glad that you mentioned your roles as a, as a father as well as a husband. How is your wife Kelly doing? Um, for those who don't know, she had a health scare a couple of years ago, or, or last year, was it? Uh, two, two years ago. Two is two, two years ago. She had a health scare a couple of years ago. How was she doing? And what did that do for you in terms of shaping your perception in terms of mortality? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it was a, it was a huge life changing event. Um, she, uh, she handled it like a champion. Um, you know, she got through it as, as well as I think anybody can, but it's, it's, it's something that, uh, you know, one day you feel fine and the next day, uh, you know, you've told you got a brain tumor and you got to get it out and all those kind of things. So it's, it's a big, uh, a big thing. We had children at the time. So, you know, that brings in that whole, uh, that whole aspect of it as well. Um, you know, I'm lucky, uh, to be the dad to those, to those four girls now and, and to the husband to Kelly. So I'm, 
I'm blessed. I love it. Um, it's it's something that puts everything in perspective. There's no question about that. Uh, football, life, all of it. Um, it's something that until you have kids or go through something like that, it's it's tough to explain. Um, don't wish you know a health scare like that on anybody, but uh, it uh, it does help put things in perspective and something that we came out stronger from. All right, dude. So what's next? I mean, you're here now, right? You've you've made a nice video at SoFi Stadium. By the way, whoever produced your video, your goodbye video to Detroit, brilliantly done. Who did that? That was uh, that was a lot of the Lions, uh, you know, media department and PR. Uh, we kind of worked jointly on that. I wanted to figure out what the what the right way to say, you know, thank you was to to an organization in the city that meant so much to me. I didn't want to take an ad out in the paper, and I don't have Instagram or any of that stuff, so there wasn't a, an avenue for me. So it turned out great. I'm really yeah. uh, I'm really happy with it, and and meant a lot to me right so what now, now though now that you're the quarterback of the rams excuse me george what now what do you do do you come here do you move here do you start studying film do you start studying the roster what do you do now um all of that <laughs> <laughs> you know i've got to uh i gotta pick up and move uh move the family out to the west coast um you know get settled in and the quicker, quicker i can get you know everybody around me comfortable and settled in the, the quicker i can turn to football and and uh i'm obviously and do everything I possibly can to get up to speed. It's going to be a little bit of a different offseason again, I think, this year. So we'll have to find ways, creative ways, to get together as, as a unit and as a team, um, you know, to kind of build that bond and, and obviously work on football. You know, that's something that takes in-person, hands-on uh, time to be as, as good as you want to be. So we'll find, uh, we'll find time to do that, and, and I have no doubt that we'll, um, you know, we'll be ready to go when it, uh, when it comes Sundays in the fall. So, Matthew Stafford with us here, the quarterback of your Los Angeles Rams, joining us here on Sedano, LZ, and Cap on 710 ESPN. So, we talked about your relationship with Clayton when you were younger, but you also had a relationship previous to becoming a Ram with your new head coach, Sean McVay. Where did that relationship stem from? Um, I really just kind of, uh, you know, I bumped into him after games. Um, you know, I uh, you know, have a great appreciation from from afar, uh, just at, at, at how we called the game and how he coached his team. Um, you know, had some conversations before and after games when we played each other, uh, both when he was in Washington and out here. Um, and then, uh, you know, my wife's brother knows him uh, from way back in their high school glory days when uh, when Sean was still spinning it. So um, that was a uh, that was a cool connection. But uh, I'm just I'm excited. He's he's a guy that has a ton of energy, as I'm sure everybody out here knows. He loves the game of football. He's passionate about this team and, and this fan base and this organization. So I'm excited to uh, to jump in there with him and, and uh, get this thing going. I have two questions for you, my friend. First is, how in the heck did you two both end up in Mexico at the same time so that you can actually have a conversation during this free agency period? <laughs> uh, that was honestly one of the wildest coincidences of my life. Um, you know, we uh, – there were a bunch of dudes from the NFL down there. I swear, everywhere I turned, it was Drew Brees, it was Sean Payton, it was Witt, it was, I mean, it was all sorts of people out there. Um, so it was a, a crazy coincidence, um, you know, and, and after the thing was done, it was it was cool to be able to be in the same place and uh, and uh, celebrate a little bit. So that was that was an interesting and, uh, and crazy time. And the second question for you, and it's probably going to make you uncomfortable, but you'll find over the years that you'll be in L.A., I asked a lot of questions that would make you uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this question is this. Jared Goff, the man you're replacing, has won a lot of games and a lot of postseason games. I believe you are the better quarterback, but you don't have those postseason wins and you don't have those regular season wins. 
So for the people who don't know how you play and only know the statistics in the wins and losses, can you please share with them how you're planning on helping us get back to the Super Bowl and winning the damn thing, despite having nothing they can point to to suggest you're able to do that? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing for me is just be the best version of myself. Um, I can't come in here and try to be Jared. You know, he had great success here with the team. Um, you know, he had some unbelievable years here as well that were uh, that were really fun to watch. So I, I have a ton of respect for him and his game. Um, I understand that the shoes that I'm filling are big shoes. And uh, I've got to come in here and just be the best version of myself. I think that's all we, you know, we can be. Um, but I know that I'm going to give everything I possibly can um, to make us, uh, you know, as good of a football team as we can be. Uh, when it comes to Sundays and all that, I'm going to play with all sorts of uh, passion and tenacity that I always have, and, and I love this game. Um, I love this game. I have a ton of respect for it, people that have played it before me. Um, everybody that's in the league now, I, uh, I, I truly do love it, and I'm excited um, to have this opportunity, to have that pressure of, hey, let's go, uh, let's go put a, a great season together and see where this thing takes us. You know, that's kind of, uh, that's kind of uh, exciting for me and something I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, and Matthew, you know, when, when LZ asks an uncomfortable question, he's looking right at me because I've said, look, I don't know. Great statistics, bad, traditionally bad organization, and the wins aren't there. Could you just give us a little thought on when you have been in your circumstances, but you think you're a winner? I mean, maybe it's you won a high school championship. Maybe it was an SEC title. But it's been a long time since consistent winning. What you plan on bringing that says, hey, everybody, follow me. I'm a winner. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, I mean, I feel like I just answered it, but uh, I, I understand what you're asking. Um, you know, it's just to be who you are. Uh, and who I am is somebody loves this game and somebody's going to do everything you can to make this game or make this team as, as good as we possibly can be. Um, you know, when I was in Detroit, we didn't win as many games as I wanted to. Could I have been better? Hell yeah, I could have been better. There's no question about that. Could we have had, um, you know, maybe some – some better, uh, you know, pieces around. Maybe I don't know, but uh, this this game is a crazy game. Uh, year in and year out, uh, you know, teams are either making the playoffs, they're not. They're winning Super Bowls, they're not. It's, uh, you know, there's a lot of parity in this game, and, and you got to go out there and prove it every year. When I was in Detroit, we didn't do it as as much as we should have or could have. And and you know, am I a <coughs> excuse me a big part of that as a quarterback? Absolutely. So can I be better? Yes, and I'm looking for myself to be better um, and be the best version of myself. And, and if I do that, I'm comfortable with uh, with the results, and I know they'll be good. All right. Now, now let Matthew, me ask you this. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Real quick, uh, real quick, real quick. Um, you had mentioned about being in that weird circumstance. You found yourself like a million-to-one shot next to Sean or within the same area as Sean and all those NFL guys in Mexico. Now, we found out from your new defensive coordinator, Raheem Morris, because he goes way back with Sean, they're like brothers basically, came up together, that your head coach is like supposedly like this Justin Timberlake-like dancer, and then he came on and said he gives himself a vodka or two, and then he may even be better than Justin Timberlake. Now, when you were in Mexico, did you see your head coach have a couple of vodkas like he told us and get down or no? Uh, I didn't see too many dance moves. Obviously, nothing that rivals Timberlake, but uh, he, uh, we definitely celebrated and had a good time when it all went through, so I was excited about it. So my question to you is, my friend, why won't you do Dancing with the Stars? As I said, I'm from Detroit, so I know all your interviews, and there was a period in which Calvin Johnson was being talked about was Dancing with the Stars, and they came to you, and you said, ah, not for me. Why? 
<laughs> Why, That's Matthew? not my deal. That's not my deal. Um, I don't need that. Uh, maybe when I'm done playing, but I got a lot of years left in me playing football. But I'm not doing that thing while I'm playing. I know that. Uh, if if I ever did it, I'd be retired. Can you dance? I mean, we can find out. Oh, okay, can you get like a video and we can that, post well, it? George, 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 that doesn't sound secure to me, George. I don't want to put him on the spot <laughs> like that. Because I'm not securing it. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Stafford, the new quarterback of your Los Angeles Rams. Man, listen, thank you so much yeah, for man. making time yes, for us. We man. really, really do appreciate it. Yes, uh, we will hopefully talk to you again real soon. Stay healthy, stay safe, and, and best of luck. Yeah, Welcome really to L.A., baby. Yeah. Thank you. All right, man. Take care. There he is. Uh, Matthew Stafford. Uh, you know he's what, gonna, Scott? He's going to light this city on fire. I hope so, I man. guarantee he it. I hope so. He is. He I is. So. I'll say this. He coozed you, though. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I know LZ what he coozed knows what that is. Yeah, I know what yeah. he when, when he said, he I coos felt coos like you. I already and answered I, that. Listen, I yeah, thought that is. question was fair because yeah. LZ, LZ brought it up, and you have been critical. And if you don't – listen – if you don't bring it up and say, I've been the one like that that's been critical of you, the audience thinks you're a phony for kissing up to him and not well, being honest. Let me tell him. you something. I mean, listen, he said it to me. He said, um, I felt like I answered that question. It was being coozed in a way when coos told you, you obviously ain't never played no basketball, you know. But, but yeah. the thing is, is what was great about the answer was where he went thereafter. You know, was I a part of the problem? Yeah. Could, it, could there have been better pieces around me? Maybe, probably. You know, I mean, he got rolling, which was great. Uh, yeah, look, I, I don't have a problem with it. I, I Look, I think sometimes you got to own it up because the audience who listens to us each and every day would have been like, oh, Cap, you're just you're full of it. Like Michael said, the, <laughs> so Michael <laughs> Michael teased Mason in Ireland when they had LeVar on. He's like, what are you guys going to have him on for? You can ask him your powder puff questions. <laughs> he called them out, and then they asked tough questions because – uh, because Michael called them out. So I'm glad you did that. I, I do, because I think hey, the audience listen, would have been like, you're full of it. Right. I've been, listen, I've been critical, but it doesn't mean I'm not rooting for the guy I am. Yeah. All right, listen. <sighs> we got to take a break, because everyone's yelling at us in the chat. Laura's are? yelling. Greg, who's um, already upset LZ today, uh, is yelling at us. Even Chris is texting us and going to break. We're going to go to break. We're going to be back. We'll discuss. We'll get your thoughts. Do you like the Cap asked that question? Of Matt, considering he'd been critical of him, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We're back in a couple minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Sedano, LZ, Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. We are 35 minutes away from LZ revealing whether he forgives Greg for his slander earlier in the show. And if you missed Greg's that. Greg's doing so, very little to help. Right. Yeah. Like, there's been nothing in the <laughs> breaks. Like, I'm very sorry, please. It's a great point, Kaplan. You should have. Why aren't you I'm using the breaks to your advantage? Look, I'm, I'm not going to grovel, but I am. I just checked my Venmo. I ain't got no money in my Venmo. No cash <laughs> app. Nothing. <laughs> not PayPal. Don't, no. The, nothing. Uh, you were talking Give about some Bitcoin or something. I'm going to send. Not even a MySpace invite. <laughs> <laughs> Do you follow me on Twitter? Let me see. Can I get you? Can I send that? I do. I don't want no secondhand compliments now. Yeah. Yeah. Good you need, are you tweeting an apology to him? 
No. That would be funny I, if you tweeted. Hold on. If you tweeted an apology and actually didn't say it, that actually would be pretty damn funny. You know what? <laughs> I would actually embrace a tweeted apology. Do it oh, in front look of the at that, world. Greg. Do it in front of the world. In yeah. front of the world. I, the radio's not the world. Oh, this is our. Okay. We'll I see, want we'll every no, but, 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 but to LZ's point, when it's in print, it's there forever. Mm-hmm. forever. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, your, it's an option, is what I'll I'm say. Not, I'm, not, I'm not asking you to grovel. I'm not. Yeah. I'm Keep acting, in mind. I'm, I'm asking you to act like you want it. Yeah. Because you may tweet it, and it still may not be accepted. We don't know what's going to happen until 6 o'clock. You came so hard at me, Greg. Yelled at me. Your voice raised multiple octaves. Mm-hmm. It, it did. And it's hard for me to do that because I do have a little bit of a low voice. But I did. I, was, I thought you lied to me. And I was, yeah. I was offended because I thought you were lying to me. I felt it hurt. Oh, so now he's turning it on you. Did you see what he's doing? He just made himself the victim. Did you hear that crap, LZ? Of course he did. Of course he did. He just made himself the victim. Of course he did. (laughs) Well, I did. I felt bad. I felt I was hurt inside because LZ doesn't lie to me. And I, so I thought it was just so rare. It was random to hear him lie to me like this. And, it, and I was wrong. And you realized you were lying to yourself. Uh, yes, yes, I was lying to myself. And it was just, and now I'm shocked. I'm dismayed. Yeah. I'm it's upset. A, crazy. It's offensive. I know, right? To, to think that right if I'm going to gonna pull the lie card, I'm going to use it on an NCAA tournament. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it is a big card to play. That's probably not the one to utilize it. It's although, although, although. If you were utilizing it there, then you would kind of you would think we'd be thrown off the scent because we wouldn't assume that you were doing that. I mean, oh he basically God. said at one point. <laughs> <laughs> he, he basically <sighs> said at one point, "Do I have to do this?" I mean, we all. What? You're not going to lie. I mean, to 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 throw the word lie around. It's such a strong accusation. It's you know I mean, maybe there was a miscommunication, perhaps. It's threatening my career. My whole career is based on telling the truth, and you just call me a liar, Greg. It's, it hurts. And he's management. It does hurt. It hurts. It hurts. The man is hurt. You can hear it like, in his like, voice. I can, hear, I can hear it deep inside, deep, deep down inside. I can hear this. Yes, and I, I want you, to, I, I and I want you to reach deep inside yourself and find an apology that's worthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'll see what it I can It better do. be worthy. Where's that song, I apologize? You should have that in the background, too, for that matter. Oh, well, oh yeah. a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. No, it's a lot to ask, huh? Too, wow, too much. You don't, you don't think it should be musical accompaniment to his apology, LZ? I mean, I could go for like a song or two. Okay, there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm talking about. And it uh, came you know out of else? nowhere. It just came yeah. out of nowhere, which is a really did. hurtful part. It did. Hey, Matt Stafford, uh, not as close to Clayton Kershaw as maybe the media has made it out to be. However, yeah. I, I loved, um. LZ, his the way he described the losses for 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 Clayton and how when he won, like he defended him. He's like, man, it was just one inning here, one inning there. Like he went into kind of some specifics about so it, about his play. So it does show that he certainly kept up with him. Well, he definitely kept up with him, and you're right, um, George, that the media does in his in desperation to paint a narrative may bypass the facts. <laughs> Right. While doing so, they're the media. Yeah, they're, they're the right. Media. We're we're the media, and oh, sometimes we, we, we it is we yeah. we are right. we, are we would do that. But I I will say though that um, it was so good to hear Matt Stafford talk about Clayton Kershaw that way because it gave you a glimpse into how he felt about his tenure in Detroit as well. It's a throw here, it's a throw there, but I was great 
but you only remember when I missed. You don't remember all the times that I hit. And I think in Los Angeles, he's going to hit even more so, and he's going to be feel vindicated at the end of all of this. It just comes all down right, to well, him winning. I mean, that's how quarterbacks are judged, you know, right or wrong, but that's the deal, you know, and now he's got a chance to become part of a winning organization. My whole criticism was I saw Phillip Rivers' entire career in a garbage organization, and then he goes to Indianapolis, and in year one he goes to the playoffs. Stafford's got to do the same thing. All right, coming up next, Kyle Kuzma. He's talking. He's saying some things that we've been saying, even though he, uh, you know, he and I had that one disagreement that one time. Uh, and more on Bracketgate. We'll get to that coming up in three minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. <laughs> Stay tuned. Six o'clock, 24 minutes away now. I mean, the it's facts are the facts, though. The, the facts are, are, are very clear. Greg said that LZ lied. You did LZ say that. LZ filled out a bracket. Yeah. But the bracket that LZ filled out was not in the ESPN 710 bracket challenge somehow. There's a sign-in, sign-out issue. And Correct. believe me when I tell you, I'm sympathetic, LZ. I had the same yeah, problem. Yeah, it, ha- it happened to you. You had to figure it out, too. Like, So I have an update from... Tommy, who was on with us earlier, our marketing director, he actually went to IT in Bristol, okay, okay. to find out what the hell happened to LZ's bracket. So I will give Tommy <laughs> shout out to Tommy, okay. Yeah, Tom. That is work. real work, LZ Granderson. Do you yes. know how hard it is to get an IT support person in Bristol? That thing takes at least twenty or thirty minutes on the phone, okay. Okay, so what happened? So. That don't ta- that don't have that don't happen quick, okay? You think you have bad customer service when you call, you know, your AT and T or Caled or one of them? We got the same problem, okay? So anyway, this is what they responded to uh, Tommy LZ. Hey Tommy, yes, at 10 a.m. this morning, we go through and just autofill any brackets that haven't been completed using the smart bracket predictor powered by BPI. We do it so no featured bracket in the group is blank. Is a fan in the group, if a fan in the group sees a celebrity didn't fill out the bracket, it looks kind of bad for the group. Hope we have uh, LZ a good one, as in your bracket. Ha, ha, ha. That was their response. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. If they only knew the trouble that they created here today. Wait, but LZ is exonerated, in my opinion. Well, now I might be exonerated, but now the entire bracket has been basically indicted. Tainted. Because, because you now don't know right. who actually filled their bracket and who is actually just auto-filled the way that I was. Well, I filled mine out. I can say that. So you say. No, I did. I filled it out. So you say. I filled mine out too, but guess what? I've got Illinois next to my name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That, that, that's not the one you filled out. We, you sent us a screenshot of your actual bracket, which is in some universe. Somewhere and now, and, and so, so now, so, so here, let, let me help. Let me take you guys to the next level. Uh, Tony Kornheiser, Michael Wilbon, Mike yeah. Gullick Jr., Anita Marks. No, they all say Illinois next to their name. Uh huh. 
So I'm beginning so, to think oh. there are a lot of people that oh. were auto field and ended up with Illinois next to their name who did not pick Illinois to win at all. Okay. So you're and, saying that some of the ESPN celebrity types, Michael Wilbon, Tony Kornheiser, and others, uh-oh. may also have been auto-filled. We uh-oh. apparently were because uh-oh. we all got Illinois next to our name. <laughs> well, wait, what if they actually thought Illinois was going to win? Now well, you see why this whole thing's become trash? Because now you can't <laughs> trust it. Unless Illinois wins. You can't wins. trust it now. If Illinois wins, well, you're going to be a happy guy. You you can trust it because if you out there win it, Mace is going to buy you a pizza and beer party anyway, so it don't matter to us. It's just for us for bragging rights more than anything else. Who did you pick, Mason ain't buying pizza for us. Who did you, who did, who did did you, you think pick, Mason – hold on. Did you think Mason was actually – if you, I, or Scott won and we beat everyone, including the audience, did you actually think Mason – would have bought us pizza and beer? I do. Hell I no. Truly, no, I do. I believe that. I believe deep in my heart that Mason would have actually paid off regardless if we won, and then he would have he would have had that on us. You know, like, hey, I got you guys pizza and beer. We're like, yeah, but we won. Mm, I think he would have paid it off. That's actually a compelling argument. Uh, LZ? Um, I would have accepted a Venmo. <laughs> yeah, right. Just send no, me the money instead of the Just give me 10 bucks instead of the pizza and beer. I'm yeah, just – just, I'm still just so offended. Greg, this is not ending up well for you. You should. Now, no, this, now that this we, have, we have all this information, yep. and despite yep. us knowing each other for years, years, dude, your instinct was just to assume I was lying as opposed to it was a technical error. I, I, I'm offended for you. I understand why you'd be offended. I, I, you have to take my side of this just a little. Bit. No, 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 no. no. You, you don't why get to do both. Victim again? Exactly. Yes, you don't get to do both. Truly unbelievable. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's incredible. He refuses to apologize. Your he just refuses. That I looked at was what I saw, so I went off of the. But again, that doesn't change my point. That does not change my point. My point is, is that despite the fact that we've known each other for years and I've been really consistent for years, your instinct was to believe the system as opposed to the person you knew interpersonally. That was your instinct. That's it. And immediately call names and make accusations. Name calling. Name, no, name there was no call. name calling. You called him a liar. I said lies. I'm not going to okay, go with name Okay, you said call. he lied. Which is basically inferring that he's a liar. And your management. Oh, and your management. Now you should go to HR, Elsie. I feel a raise coming. So, anyway, speaking of a raise, we need to raise LeBron's MVP total. That's what Kyle Kuzma said. Um now, it's interesting because NBA.com has this co- thing called M- uh, MVP ladder, which is basically standings, like a fancy way of calling standing. And, you know, LeBron has been near the top of that list for the whole time. But, Laura, do we have the audio of what Kuz said yesterday about LeBron and the MVP? Let me, let me hear that. Uh, yeah, it matters because it means that, um, you know, us as um, that person, that person, um, the teammates, you know, we did our job. But, uh, you know, the NBA uh, MVP is uh, – a very political award. Um, so, Bronx has been MVP at least eight, eight, nine, ten times. You know, everybody knows that. LZ? I mean, eight or nine is a lot. Eight or nine is a lot. So, I'm, I'm not getting to his comments. I know his comments are where we are, but I'm not really getting into his comments because I, I think it was, 
I think an underappreciation was met with Kuzma's hyperbole. But I do believe yes, that it, is, it isn't beyond a pill of reason to believe that four or five ch- or MVPs may not have been enough, to, depending upon how you feel about all those runs to the finals. Mm-hmm. Because he's the common denominator through all of these runs. Mm-hmm. LeBron Ten James straight. is the yep. common denominator. And so it's really hard for me to look at these MVP voters with a straight face because the dude that continuously took his team to the finals for more than half his career wasn't viewed consistently as the league's MVP. Yeah, it, it, Scott. It, I mean, what's Kuz going to say though? I mean, like, what's Kuz going to say? You know, no, you're like, right. He, he he's got he didn't no have choice. To say, he, he, no, no, no. He has a choice not to say ten times or nine times. Like that's right or whatever. Though, right. Like, yeah. like if he if, if he would have said if they was yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Let's move on to something else. Like you got no, no. Then it's no, a story. Then it's a story. No, no, yes. no, no. I'm I'm saying he doesn't need to say ten times because now it's something I don't pay attention to what he's saying. But if yeah, he says right. five times or six times, then it sounds as if he's not being full of hyperbole. Or, but when you or, say or, ten times, or, I check out because I think you're being ridiculous. Or or what Vogel did. Like, McMiniman asked him that same question. And, and Scott, he said, like, something to the effect of, look, he's the greatest player, I think, ever. That's my mm-hmm. opinion. You know, and, yeah, I think he should have won more. It's a popularity contest. Whatever, whatever he said. But, it, you know, it, it, there, you, to your point, Kuz – Here's the thing with Kuz is at least I have felt at, over the, you know, at least early on that actually, you know what? I'll tell you on the other side because we got a break. I'll tell you on the other side. I think that that relationship is in a different place now. And I mean that in a good way. And I'll explain what that means coming up. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yes, sir. We have uh, Anthony Dawson in L.A. Man, you got the money madness school of the day, my man. Uh, thank you, man. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Do it, man. Come on. You got Do it. Do you have the school? <laughs> USC Troden. Yeah. Yes, sir. Congratulations, sir. Anthony Dawson, you have won $200 in cash, and you qualify for the grand prize, a two-night luxury suite at Harris Resort SoCal, $250 resort credit, and a grand in spending cash if you are the grand prize winner down the road. Congratulations, man. How do you feel? I feel happy, George. I feel happy. I feel happy. Yeah. Thank you, sir. We are happy Thanks. for you. Absolutely fantastic. Now, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to forgive Greg for lying on me. Do you think I should? Yeah, man. You could see, you could feel it in his heart that he was sorry. You could, you, <laughs> you, you, uh, <laughs> that is very sweet. You could, <laughs> that is very sweet. Amazing. You could feel that through the radio. Awesome. He didn't even yeah, I could, it. Say, I could feel it, man. You could see that he was sorry. Man, yeah, I, I, Greg, did you, did you pay Anthony Greg? Do you give more than the 200 we're going to give him? Yeah, you Venmo him? Shh. No, I would never do anything <laughs> like that. All right, Anthony. Thank you, sir. I'll, I'll, I'll take that into consideration. We'll, we'll put rest- you on hold. Laura's going to take care of you. 
Anthony Dawson wins 200 bucks, man. Congrats to him. Yes, and make sure to listen on Monday at 4.15 when we would announce another Money Madness School of the Day. All right, cool. So let me finish my story here mm-hmm. um, with Kuz since we were just talking about him and that relationship with LeBron. You know, LZ, I would imagine that relationship with Bron at the beginning had to have been stressful, right? Imagine LeBron James comes to this team. Let's put this in the proper perspective here, okay? LeBron James comes to this team in 2018 on July 2nd, I believe, or announces that's the case. And immediately we all went into, mm, well, you know he, you know, he wants to be in L.A. because he, he picked the Lakers and this team ain't ready to win a championship yet. So we all knew immediately, LZ, that all those dudes were on the clock, right? That right. who was going to be the one to stick or ones to stick? And if are there going to be any that stick, right? So there was this inherent pressure. And then this young man performed. And, you know, some nights is easier than others when you don't know your role or you're used to a certain role when you, at the beginning of your career, when you're playing on losing teams, and then you're trying to play with this all-time great who's gone to, as you alluded earlier, 10 straight championships. So it, it, is, it was tough, I thought, him adjusting. And I thought, you know, we told him this, that I, I didn't think he got enough credit for that as a young dude in the league that had only been playing a couple years. However, once he got paid, I feel like he is more relaxed and at the end of the day, whatever happens is business. But he's like, you know, this dude is the best. And now I feel comfortable, and I'm going to let everyone know because I'm still here. Not everybody is still here, LZ. No, everyone is not still here. Now, Gre- now Greg and, and Cap, you guys may not remember this, Laura, but I picked Kuz at the jump to be the one that was going to be here. You did. You did. I, pick, I picked him at the jump because of the confidence. Wasn't that even necessarily the skill set or the ceiling, it was the confidence. He had that thing, and you saw it right away. And more than anything, you need confidence to be on a championship team, not just skill. So I knew that Kuz was going to last. What I didn't know was that it was going to be such a bumpy transition for him once AD arrived. Mm-hmm. Because remember, you know, I know we're talking about Bron and Kuz, but Kuz had his career year, the year that LeBron yeah. showed up. Right. So it wasn't the problem playing with LeBron. The problem was accepting a lesser role, fewer shots, yeah. lesser yeah. spotlight. And if, to your if point, you remember, if you remember LZ, not to interrupt you, but if you remember, Brandon Ingram was the one that struggled playing with LeBron. He he did struggle playing with LeBron, um, and and Zoe just struggles. So between all of that, I thought it was pretty evident who was going to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, now we know what the trade rumors were, and blah 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 blah. But I have always believed in Kuz. And it's nice to see him have a peace of mind because, to your point, I do think the money has helped a lot. But I also think winning a championship and knowing you helped to do that also helps a lot. You know, it's no longer you're the trade babe, what are you doing, Um, why aren't you our third scorer, blah, 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 blah. It's... We've won a championship, and you helped us. And that yeah. puts him in a different place mentally as well. Yeah, and I think that, listen, when we talked about Kuz at the beginning of this year, the one thing we, we started talking about was, okay, well, now that they've made moves and they've brought in new bodies, he may not be the third option. How will he handle that? And I think he's done a really good job 
this first half of the season and just into the second half of accepting mm-hmm. whatever role it is they've built for him. But this all gets us back to what happened with him saying that LeBron should have won eight, nine, ten, you know, MVPs. Right. And you know, I, I heard uh Oh, God, what's his name? The annoying old white guy that's on Fox that sits with Shannon Sharp. What's that guy's name? Oh, Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless. And, and Skip Bayless was like, what are you, his spokesperson? And I'm like, um, yeah, yeah, because you're his teammate. And so when someone asks you about LeBron and, and MVPs, you hype the man who is the captain of your team. So, yeah, yeah you, you get are. his back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey, this First, first of all, I... I, I We'll no longer be looking at Skip Bayless as a source of rationale thought. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. So, although well, LZ, well. although LZ, do you know that Skip Bayless thirst traps on Instagram? Come on. Come on. I swear on? to God. It was on Twitter yesterday. He thirst traps on Twitter. How? Uh, taking his shirt off. He, he, somebody posted the picture of it and it Hold said. Up. Yeah, I'm going to look. look. Laura says, Laura oh. says we got a break. I don't okay, care. Okay, we got a break. Because, no, go I don't look. care. You are not going to tell me that that man is posting shirtless pictures of himself on social media. I ain't here for it. Okay, go ahead. I swear to God. Oh, my God. I, go look at oh it in the break. God. We, we oh will take God. a break. We will take I'm a break. And then, of course, we were going to talk some football because our Kevin Cole from Pro Football Focus is going to join us. He's got some interesting stuff as far as the wins above replacement as free agency has gone. So we'll get to that in a second. 